Welcome to the Peace Church D Group Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Perry, the mobilization pastor and D Group leader at Peace Church. I'm here with Aaron Pierce, our multiplication pastor and leader of our discipleship ministry. This podcast is a resource to encourage, equip, and empower D Group leaders to lead their D Groups well. Welcome back to the Peace D Group Leaders Podcast. This is episode 35. Today's topic is on how to fit everything in your group meetings. So this is important because, one, it can be challenging to try to do all that you're supposed to do in a single group meeting. So you may feel like you're not doing it right and you don't get through everything you want to cover in a group meeting. So what we want to do is uh, help you out to know how do you set the right expectations uh, for your group meetings to know that you're getting the things accomplished that you need to get accomplished. So, Aaron, man, if you would just uh, open up this. So how do we... You know, how do we fit everything in our group meetings? So we're definitely going to give you some practical tips on specifically how to navigate, you know, the time management aspect of those group meetings. But on the front end, man, the first thing I want to say is we do need to make sure we change our expectations. So here's what I mean by that. Some of us, um, when we hear about D groups, maybe you were involved in a D group and you had one way of how it was done, and maybe every meeting or most of the meetings you guys were getting through all the accountability questions, scripture memory, all those elements were easily um, kind of done. Um, and so you kind of have that expectation going into your next group, okay, we're going to be able to do this easily, like, you know, this is what it's going to be, and then you get into the group, and it's really hard. Maybe people are more talkative, or it's just different. And so regardless of whatever experience you've had, the truth is every single group is completely different. So I've said this before, but currently as of this recording, I've led three D groups over the last few years, and man, like every one of them was drastically different. And it's because we had different people, different seasons of life. We were even meeting at different times in some of those groups. And so all of that to say, some of the frustration you may be feeling about getting through all the elements may be less about actually, you know, robotically following the material and more about just what are the expectations you've had? Because the truth is no D group leader really has to have the expectation that you should get through every question, every element, every week. Um, As much as you can, of course, you want to do that, but that's just not a guarantee. And the reason is the goal of the whole D group isn't about completing the agenda. The goal is really making sure you're investing in those people. I think that's the struggle with a lot of people because when they see that, especially for the leaders, they're like, well, if it's written here, we got to get through this or else I'm a failure. Right. And in fairness, when we give the material out, we're kind of giving out like the full everything just so that you have all the resources available with the expectation, though, that you're probably not going to get to all the elements every time. You know, I I do want to say, like, there are some of the core things, right? Like, you definitely want to make sure you are diving into God's Word and talking about hear journals and sharing and some elements of that. And then spiritual accountability would be something I strive for every week. You know, how is your prayer life? Uh, What's God teaching you? Did you follow up with your readings and and all those elements? But then the rest of the the parts of the D group, even down to things like Scripture memory— I mean, it just depends on the nature of your group, where they're at in life, as well as um, the time allotted. And so, for example, some meetings, you may get to some of the questions, you know, beyond the spiritual ones about accountability, and sometimes you may not, and that's okay. So having the right expectations avoids or uh, keeps you from getting so frustrated so easily. And, And to this point about the D group goes beyond, or it's not just about completing the task, like it's really about the person 
one of the important things that you need to know about expectations is that there are times when somebody shares something that's really personal or that needs to be pressed into. Maybe it's something that you guys kind of had a feeling of and somebody opens up finally or you have a breakthrough. Man, like, don't rush past that to get to the questions. Man, maybe that's something you should press into. And so uh, I'm just going to flip this to you, Brad. Have you had experiences, obviously not indulging details, but have you had experiences where you had kind of moments where the group kind of focused on something that might have been a breakthrough or sharing, and you just kind of said, hey, like, we're not going to focus on getting through the material. We're going to actually press in here. Yeah. There was a guy in my group. His name was... No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you had me nervous for a second. His name was Aaron, and he was just sharing. No, um, no seriously. So a lot of times, you know, we would typically... A lot of times we started... Basically, every time we meet, we start with, with, hey, give me your highs and lows of the week. And so that opens the door, especially in that low moment. But, dude, if there's a high moment, if it's something we've been praying for... Dude, let's take some time to just celebrate that. Uh, but there may be times when you say, man, what was a low point from the last week? And they share something in that low point, And you're like, you know what? This is where we need to hang out this morning. Yeah. And so I've definitely had one where that was the rest of the meeting was me and the other guy just poured into this, this young man because of what he was experiencing and going through. We felt like that was more important than even going through some of the accountability questions for that day. Right, exactly. And so I think that's so important because you need to have that flexibility. Obviously, you need to have a plan, and we're not saying chase side trails or get sidetracked every meeting. Mm-hmm. But man, like if God's working and they've, you're sharing life, right? So if they're sharing something, man, that's what you're there for. You know, it's what good does it do us to complete an agenda when somebody shares something and we move past it, right? Like those are the moments that we ought to press in. And so that that could be something that maybe you've wrestled with and that's your expectation is, man, we got to get to the meeting, but maybe you need to step back and say, hey, let's make sure we press in where we need to. Um, I've had the same thing happen in my groups and at times, and that's always been a good meeting. And um, something else too, like those moments can come up at any point. So it could come up in the accountability, but I mean, honestly, in ours, we've had them come up and hear journals um, when somebody was sharing and they start sharing about something really personal. And I mean, we just stopped and we prayed or we pressed in. And, and so those are big things that you want to prioritize and not miss just because you want to get to the agenda. A few other things about expectations, just so you know, um, man, your your group's participa- participation is going to vary from group to group for many different reasons. For some of you, you may have a group that's with five of you, um, including you. And so that's a huge difference in having a group of three people. Just in terms of the amount of people that are sharing, that's going to take up more time. That's going to take up more energy. And so you may not have all the time that you would if you had a group of three. Or on the flip side, you may have a group of three and y'all are just really talkative. That's great, right? Versus a group of five that might be more introverted, that may be more reluctant to share. And so there's all of these variables to consider. So just know um, your ultimate goal in this is just letting the Holy Spirit lead your meetings. You have the agenda there to help you, and you want to try to get to, obviously, the spiritual elements within that agenda. But knowing, I mean, you're there to invest in those people. And so just make sure on the front end of this that you have the right expectations and not expecting the wrong thing with that. So that's the first thing I'd say. The, the next part of this, man, we just want to give some practical tips in light of what we just said about expectations, how do you stay on track and get the most out of your group meetings? Because the expectations thing is not an excuse just to make your group whatever you want it to be. So how do you actually stay on track and keep focused? Here's just a few practical things we'll talk through. First, man, limit those sidetrack moments in serious parts of your group meetings. Now to be clear, 
sidetrack moments are not like somebody opens up and shares something personal and you press in, okay? Like that's God moments. Sidetrack moments are like what happens, okay, for example, in my group last year, um, man, we, we had a very talkative group, which was great. We honestly had good relationships, and so we enjoyed each other. So in that first part, like like you shared, Brad, we would do our highs and lows usually at the beginning of our meeting just to kind of catch up. And man, when we weren't careful, like that would devolve into like long conversations about everything from sports and politics. Yeah, I mean, and- like my high moment was Duke made it to the final four. My low moment is they got to play Carolina, you know, and then we start running our mouths about Duke Carolina for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Or holy cow, Will Smith just slapped Chris Rock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like we talk about that forever, you know. <laughs> You're right, though, because stuff like that, like current yeah. events, I mean, we, we like being with each other. Yeah. And so that's a natural thing. And you don't want to obviously rob all joy or anything like that of a group. Yeah. You just got to be careful and yeah, man. Just don't let that get out of hand. Like rein it back in. You know? Yeah. So we even a joke when we would have in our group when we would get off on topics like that like man I wish I wish now looking back our D group was still meeting when we got to see the Oscars thing with Will Smith because that would have been a pretty funny conversation um, or even lead to some serious conversations yeah, like they often 100%. did. So when we did that, what was interesting is like let's say we did get sidetracked, we were laughing about something, then we press into something serious um, because it led there. Then it's kind of like okay guys, like let's wheel it back. We've just spent ten minutes of our meeting. You know, we've got to make sure we get done at a certain time because our guys, we were meeting before work. Some guys had strict schedules. And so it's just a matter of reeling back back in. And so, again, you're not saying we're not allowed to talk about current events or analyze anything or if something comes up, we don't talk a little bit. But, man, just really reel that back because that's not why we're there, right? Even if we laugh about something and it leads to a serious conversation that's still not centered on the purpose of discipleship, then we're going to always try to wheel that back. And so, man, just limit those sidetrack moments and try to bring it back to what you're there for. Second thing I'd say is on the weeks you only get through some of the accountability questions, um, do the others the next meeting. So this this is like very simple, but you know we've said earlier, prioritize the spiritual accountability questions always. I mean, I would definitely say that. But let's say, for example, um, this happened in my last group all the time. By the time we did through here journals with five of us, get to the spiritual questions, we might have time for like one accountability question other than your prayer life and scripture reading. And so, man, I would just rotate them. And not, instead of saying, I got to get through all these today, knowing that our time is limited and I don't want to rush their answers, we would just share on one question. If we had time for another one, we'd add it. But usually, honestly, we'd only do one or two beyond the spiritual ones. And so what I would do is say, okay, the next week, I know we didn't ask the question about, did you share the gospel with somebody? Or I didn't ask the question this week about their thought life or our marriage and family. And so I'm going to do that one next week. And this particular week, we'll stop here or or do that the next meeting. And so I think just giving yourself freedom to do that is, is huge. And honestly, I would say the same thing even about an element like scripture memory. So for example, um, in our last D group, we had a situation where two of our guys in our group had new uh, new kids, um, as opposed to old kids, new babies, <laughs> new babies, right? Like they were, we we had people who whose wives gave birth throughout our D group. On the flip side, we also were going through the Delta surge um, was when our group was, and we had a school teacher in our group who was just 
completely overwhelmed having to go in early. And so all these different things. So we actually paused on scripture memory for a while, Um, not because we didn't think that element was important, but given where everything else was in our life, we knew we were getting into the Word, doing hear journals and accountability. So we actually paused on that for one, to free up more time in the group meetings because they were limited with some of the guys having to go in early during some of the heights of COVID. And then the other side of it too was just to free them up to be focused where they needed to be. Again, I believe scripture memory is important, but when I say all this, I'm saying giving yourself the flexibility to say, um, you know, those essential elements, like non-negotiable ones, would be getting in God's Word every day, doing those hear journals, and staying spiritually accountable. The other accountability questions and scripture memory, they can fluctuate week to week based on what's going on in your group, right? Like just allow yourself to feel what they're feeling and don't be so rigid in your, in your focus on that. So that's the second thing. Third thing, a practical tip would be consider starting your group 10 to 15 minutes sooner, if possible, if you're consistently barely able to get through things in the meeting. Now, a caveat to this is, we've said on here before, a group meeting really should be between an hour and an hour and a half, not because you couldn't go two hours or anything, but because there's probably people in your group that would just dread coming if you were doing two-hour meetings. They wouldn't tell you that, but they would start flaking out, and that's why. So we want to try to limit hour, an hour and a half to be respectable of people's times. However, if you are consistently locked in at an hour, so for example, my group, we had to be done by 7 a.m. per people's work schedules. 6 a.m. is early, right? But if we were consistently going over and just not getting done even what we really needed to, it might be worth exploring just saying, hey, like maybe for a week or two here or there, could we meet 10 or 15 minutes earlier? There's something we need to, I want to press in a little more, make sure we get enough time. I think that's fine to do. Um, just be mindful. Don't impose that on the group. Ask that, get permission, recommend that. Um, I, I'm curious on this one, Brad, because I know you've done groups in the morning. Have you found it hard to like um, get everything done within that hour? Because I know I've done two different or three different times in my groups, the morning ones were always the most pressed. And so I don't know how you've dealt with that as far as... Yeah, for me, the morning ones haven't been, it's been the lunch ones for me. Mm. Because I had some guys in my group where their job, they could take a longer lunch and it was no big deal. And then others who were like hourly um, working, they had, they've got one hour from when they leave the office to when they got to get back. And so then you really got about 45 minutes uh, in that time. And so for us, what we would do is... We would uh, get to that person first, you know, when it comes to, like, accountability questions and things like that because we knew, hey, they're going to have to leave about 10 minutes earlier. So that's that's one of the adjustments we made was, hey, let's get to this guy first because my other guys, they can stay a little bit longer. So we would just prioritize that person knowing they had to get back. That's good, too. Um, same thing with our school teacher. He had to actually leave 30 minutes into our group, so we would let him do his stuff first mm-hmm. for that same reason. So, man, just be flexible in that. The last thing, practical tip-wise, just to uh, remind you of, and honestly, it's been helpful. We've said this before, but just a huge reminder that there are some things that should and can be dealt with more thoroughly um, outside of the group meeting. So, for example, man, when somebody shares something super personal, it might be a good time in that group meeting to press in, to help them, pray for them, all that. But you should still be following up with them outside the group. And especially in cases, because this can tend to be the case, especially when there's sin issues or other things, that when somebody is repeatedly struggling with the same things, 
they can almost um, allow that to dominate your group time. So it's almost like every group meeting becomes their therapy session. And I don't, I don't say that disrespectfully. I just mean they're really leaning on you in the group. And that's a good thing, right? You're there to help them, but you don't want the group to devolve into only focusing on their issues for the most part, right? And so mm-hmm. that's where you as the leader can kind of guard your group time and say, hey, like we want to make sure space is, the space is here for everybody, being respectable of the time and Maybe it's upon you or other group members to reach out to that person throughout the week so that they are getting followed up on on the issues that they're sharing or things that they're struggling with, and you're utilizing your time outside the group meeting well so that you maximize the time in the group meeting. That's just a huge element that can get easily overlooked because, like, we're all busy. I get it. Life gets in the way, and you're like, man, I'm just barely trying to survive week to week. But, man, maybe a simple text or a phone call to that person can really help um, free up their group time because they don't feel like they have to dump everything in that group meeting because you or others have been following up throughout the week. And so using that time in general is good, especially to help address issues, but it also frees up your group meetings. And so just consider that when you have those issues coming up in your group meeting. And just as a reminder, man, whatever you have going on in your group, just remind yourself the expectation is your goal is to invest in those people. If that involves you pressing in a meeting and foregoing some of the elements, that's great. If it means you ought to press in throughout the week, whatever it takes to invest in that person, that's what we want to be about, not just following the rigid structure. Because those structures and D groups, though they're helpful, they don't make disciples. Mm -mm. You do, the people do, God does through you, I should say. And so that's really where it's at. And we want to help encourage you just to have that focus as you make disciples through your D group. Awesome, Aaron. Thank you so much, man. Very practical stuff on how to fit everything into your group meetings. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, we out.